What's up, everybody? You're listening to Cinephiles Digest, and this is episode 122. And we don't have a featured review for you this time out, but we do have another draft. Should be fun. Next installment in the DFL, which is, uh, for those who aren't aware, the Digest Film League. We're going to be drafting A24 films, specifically A24 films released from inception through uh 2019 so the 2010s the hold on to clarify not the movie Inception, not the christopher nolan inception yes their inception which uh was in 2000 well i don't know when the company started but their first movie came out in 2013 so uh their two their 2010s outputs but we'll uh, circle back to the draft shortly before we do that let me introduce my co-host travis welcome to the show Hello, Matthew. And Paris, welcome. Jesus Christ, I don't know how to work a mic, apparently. (laughs) Hi. Hello. Um, Okay. So, anything, uh, what business do we have to attend to? Anything that we need? Any stories, anecdotes, anything new to report? The fuck's been going on? I'm going to be honest. I think we need to check on Travis. He seems a little down. No, I'm not down. Buddy, buddy. I mean, life is always weighing me down. (laughs) (laughs) This is what I mean. (laughs) Matt, anyone else feel that way? Every day, bud. (laughs) Is anyone out there? Can you hear me? (laughs) Is this thing on? (laughs) Are you there, God? It's me, Travis. (laughs) Oh, no. Did you get your first period? (laughs) Uh, You know, life is life. Uh, my work stitch could be a little better. I don't care to uh, divulge more details. Still employed, so don't you don't you fret just yet. Yeah, that's good. I'm happy. Uh, life is busy. Got a got a human on the way that I'm responsible for in a few months. Uh, still a lot of preparation. Right now, this is like crunch time. Got a few months left, and it's a mix of trying to live my last parentless months and then preparing for my parent-filled rest of life. Yep. <laughs> While also working a full-time job and being a slave to capitalism, all all that stuff on top of that. And a podcast host. And a podcast host. Most <laughs> importantly, a podcast host. <laughs> well, this thing makes me the most money, so I wouldn't miss this for the world. Right. Yeah, this is subscribe our, this to is the our, Patreon for only $99 a month this is where you can cow. hear... You can hear Travis's sad poetry. <laughs> that, that that kid's going to an Ivy League school. That's what. That's all we'll say. Right, right Travis. Only the best. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I I, I imagine it's got to be pretty uh, pretty stressful time. Come on, but, you guys can relate with or without the child coming in. Yeah, my life is hell right now. Life can be hard. Oof. Life is always hard. Not like in a bad, not like in a bad way. Just like in a that dog where he's sitting in the office and everything's on fire, and he's like, "This is this fine. is fine, dog. That's your life right yeah. now." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. <laughs> like, like I'm like I'm in hell, but like I'm chilling. Uh, I also, it's work is extraordinarily busy for me right now. Like I am working crazy hours and super behind 
Not to overwhelm anyone, but I have 183 unread emails and 300 total emails in my inbox. And you might be thinking to yourself, but Paris, do you just like not get rid of your emails? Nope, I normally do. Those are all things that need to be addressed. So on top of uh, all day meetings and uh, just regular work that needs to get done, I am drowning. And then also I'm moving soon. So that's a fun, Every, you know, people always love and don't get stressed about moving it's the least stressful always fun. life event that could happen <laughs> yeah. to you never stressful yeah always fun never stressful always super easy never a big deal so you guys i am fine i don't know if i said that enough yet things are just like real chill do you have <laughs> do you have a place yet or are you still trying to like solidify have you signed I a lease i actually yet? have a place small positives i go to pick up my keys tomorrow. Nice. Hey, yeah. so, so I finally hit. Yeah, I traded out the stress of apartment hunting for the stress of moving. But once I moved in, it'll be my first place 100% on my own. No roommates, no partners, just Paris. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Love it. This Hell weekend? Yeah, dude. Labor Day weekend move in or, or what? Nah, dude. Um, <laughs> sorry. I just. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I mean, you get your keys tomorrow. I don't know. Yeah, no, I. Uh, the. I have a month to move in. So oh, I'm well, going to use this weekend to sort of strategize. Because um, I need to, like, measure. It's a studio. So I need to measure the space and figure out what. I know it'll fit, like, my bed, the TV with the TV stand, which. Kurt is very kindly letting me keep and the couch, my half of the couch. And I know that it'll fit in there. I don't know how or what else can fit. So that's what this weekend is. I see. Well, that is the best way to take some stress out of the move is to have it take place over the course of a month, as opposed to like you're out and in in a single day, which is what pretty much all my moves have been. The worst. Yeah. And oh my it's, not God. Fun. it's not fun. No, it's the worst. Moving with a plan outweighs moving without a plan. All, <laughs> yeah, all day, the, every day. Dilly dallying. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, to Travis's point, though, Paris, sometimes the like just fucking getting it all over with at once is better than the like, ah, I've got a whole month to do this. Well, so I'm that's gonna carry the... my vase over, you know? Yeah. Like... <laughs> that's part of why I'm like, maybe I should try to move this. Way. I don't know. I've been going back and forth on it a lot. I have a lot of stuff I need to get rid of. And I'm trying to figure out if it would be smarter to get all my stuff moved in first and then get rid of the stuff here or try to do what, like I, I need to, what I need to do is sit down, and make a plan right now it's all just like yo i got a month whatever so many things but like i really don't have a month sure what you need to do is whatever works for you paris wow travis are you do you have a side hustle as a therapist because honestly well he's alive i'm creating so many streams of income for this child <laughs> You're gonna be a multi-billionaire yeah, I'm an by the time they're 18. The job Are you I'm making videos about? on how to not be stressed? <laughs> That's a multi-million-dollar industry right there. It's mm -hmm. a multi-level something, yeah. <laughs> cool, cool. Well, I wish you the best of luck, Paris, and the, the smallest amount of stress. 
possible. <laughs> I'm busy I when you move, gonna... but I wish you the best. <laughs> I so I as as a adult person, the last time I moved, I was able to get a moving company. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be honest with you guys, it was not cheap, but it was the least stressful move I've ever had. So I have saved up and I will be also using a moving company for this move. Hell yeah. And you I would say month, if you can a moving company, if you can this afford it, if you if you can afford it. <laughs> okay, Matt. <laughs> Sorry. Could you just chill out? Okay. For a second. God. You've never lived on your own, Matthew. So the part of the problem that, is, that I'm stressing out about is that I have to make all these decisions on my own. Just little yeah, me. Matt, I'm just a baby. Walk a mile in Paris' shoes before you flap those gums. Wow, Travis. This, that, that has to go in your inspirational videos. Walk a mile in the other person's shoes before you go flapping those gums. Yeah, it's going to be the first thing I teach my child. Y'all, we are talking so much before actually getting this draft, and we know drafts take forever. Like, <laughs> can you timestamp this <laughs> bullshit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Matt when in the show notes, this will just be bullshit, and then everyone can skip ahead to the draft. <laughs> Dead air. We talked. We talked uh, so much more before this. Like, aren't we talked out? Let's fucking go. This is nothing. Ugh, this is sober pairs. I'm so over oh, I'm ready for the endurance pod. Had a nice conversation before I even hit record on this damn thing downstairs. I mean, we I'm locked and loaded for a pod, oh, which yeah. is which is honestly a rare occurrence. So enjoy. I was going to say, <laughs> rarely are you super excited and ready to I'm talk. Never and I'm like, in. and I'm like, get me out of here. Let's get this going. <laughs> it has to be a list episode for me to be locked in. Top 10 episode, draft episode, I'm in. Travis is hard for lists. I'm out. <laughs> Movies? Fuck movies. Movies are dead. Talk about movies in list form. Yeah, yeah. lists are in. Movies out. Lists. Maybe it's in. not movies. Maybe it's like paragraphs. Like paragraphs of text, paragraphs of talking. Travis is like, can't do it, won't do it. I'm illiterate. List? It's just it's just lists. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe we could do a it. list of like we could do a draft of like fast food restaurants and Travis would come in like oh, that would more be. excited than he's ever been <laughs> yeah. in his life. Honestly, so would you. You guys are both <laughs> rankers and so competitive that like no, we the are two wankers. Of you... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I might get more heated over a fast food restaurant draft than, than That's this, what I'm to be saying. honest. Both of you are like little competitive wankers who just love to rank everything and i'm just over here like let's ranking and go. wanking baby <laughs> 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 like to put an official into the uh, record as a response all right i got i got nothing that needs to be uh discussed on the show if we're ready are you to, sure uh, to do this. <laughs> can we can we check on your mental health as well i'm, I'm good i'm rocking and rolling dog good, i good, never want to check in on matt because he's always doing maybe i am doing <laughs> you're always doing maybe <laughs> how are you doing maybe <laughs> you good maybe yeah you not good maybe 
You never know. Is that an invitation to ask? No one knows but me. (laughs) Or less. (laughs) Yeah, that's the problem. You can't ask Matt how he's doing. He's just, maybe. (laughs) Wouldn't you like to know? All right. Honestly, I appreciate that over. I'm good. (laughs) Things are great. I'm lost in life right now. Right. Like, at least be a little honest. Like, clue us in a little bit. Don't just be like, things are great. And then two months later, we find out. Things were not great, narrator. <laughs> yeah. Chelsea no, things... used to work with this uh, old guy where if you ever asked him how he was doing, his go-to response, literally without fail, was, not bad for a fat old guy. I need one of those. A cash phrase? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant you need a fat... <laughs> fat old guy. <laughs> I need a fat old guy at work. <laughs> you know what I, I could a... use... <laughs> A fat old guy around here. <laughs> just you guys get to live in nanny, but it'll just be a fat old guy. <laughs> His name Y'all, is we Fred. need to hurry up. My shots are getting warm. All right, all right. Let's do this thing. So uh, I'll give a little bit of preamble, but Travis will do most of the explaining. Um, so again. We're going to be drafting A24 films released from the inception of the company to the end of 2019. You've been living under a rock for the last decade. A24 is a film distributor that has a lot of cachet and prestige behind them and some very, very expensive merch as well. So uh, they put out a lot of bangers and uh, we did make the decision to just do the 2010s output because uh, including the 2020s would have just made things even more difficult than it's already going to be. So we'll uh, we'll do the 2020s uh, output in uh, 2030 when we enter our uh, fucking 16th oh my year God. of the podcast. Don't even joke about that. <laughs> <laughs> I hope in seven 40s, years, baby. I, oh my God. I hope in seven years I'm not still friends with both of you. We're going to have I Travis's kid on that one. <laughs> I hope I'm dead in seven years. I was going to say, I, originally I was going to say, I hope I'm not alive. <laughs> oh, no. That was in maybe, the, that was Maybe before. some of the listeners should check in on all three of us. Yeah, we're going to get hey, knocks on I our doors. I got a reason to we... live now. So. <laughs> yeah. Now? Now? Only just now? Yeah, I can't let this little guy down. I have so many thoughts and feelings. Oh, come on. We're just that'll, joshing. That'll be on the bonus episode. We don't have time to get into, into Pay $99 right a month to hear us cry yeah. each get other to sleep. It. Jesus. But that's anyway. An hour. <laughs> All right. So that's that's the topic. Travis, I'm going to hand it over to you. Why don't you explain to the listeners a little bit about the format of our draft? All right. So as Matt previously mentioned, we are doing an A24 draft from their inception through 2019. Uh, Essentially, what the goal is here is to collaboratively create a consensus list that essentially, you know, you're kind of catering to yourself, but you're also thinking about the rest of the participants while creating this list slash doing this exercise. Um, You know, there's a bit of an honor system here. Um, I have a feeling this one in particular might get a a little personal sooner than later. (laughs) 
where we may go for uh, our own choices and not really worry about the whole consensus part of this. And um, there's not, you know, there are some rules, but you can get around them if you want. Uh, so I guess I'll touch on the draft order and then there's um, a couple rules associated with the draft. So each of us have a draft spot. Uh, for this exercise, I will be drafter C, Paris will be drafter B, and Matt will be drafter A. I get picks 10, 8, 6, and 3. Paris gets picks 7, 4, and 2. Matt gets picks 9, 5, and 1. This was established via a random number generator prior to the recording. Uh, there is a veto for each of us, and it's uh, essentially a digital card that we can play at any time. <laughs> and, well, you can play it when it is not your turn. And essentially what the veto card does is it makes the person who chose a film choose again. Doesn't mean the film in question is out of the game, but it is put it back into the digital pile to be potentially played again. I believe now, that we had established that if there's two vetoes that it cannot be played. Is that are we still doing that? Um I think I did mention that as a rule once and we can go with that if if we want to. Um so the rule would be if both people use their vetoes to block the one choice, that movie is not allowed on the list. It did come at a cost, but those two ensured that it did not get on the list. Do we want like that, that rule in play? I do like that rule. My only issue with it is it has been weaponized in the past to pick a movie that you know is contentious in the hopes of the vetoes being burned on it. To... Who did that? You. Who? When? You. What pick? The, our first draft. Who, what? When? Who, what, Where? Me? Why? I don't think it, I did, Matt. Mm, you might have perceived it that way, but I don't think. Well, it, it would have been our first that. draft. That is some gaslighting language if I've ever no, heard one. What is no. happening here? You might have perceived <laughs> I can't remember. it that way. What was our Travis. first episode? <laughs> like the first draft that we did. I well, don't Paris, remember. we need the facts here before we start. No, I agree that Matt's coming in Nailing hard with down. no facts. <laughs> But you're coming in hard sounding like maybe he has facts and you're a little afraid of it. So I don't oh. know who signed him on. No one's, I think. It wasn't the sight and sound one. It was whatever, 2016 or something? Or Yeah. I think 2016, year of the pod. My first, I think my first pick was Cresha. What's wrong with that? Number two on my list of that year. I think it made my top 100. There ain't nothing wrong with that pick, Matt. No, not that pick. I, yeah, I've, you know, I don't got beef with Kreisha. I don't remember what it was. Feels like a lot. I'm gonna go now. listen. I'm gonna listen to that episode. Tomorrow. We'll have to check the tape. I'm we'll gonna have prove to check you the wrong. Tape, but it has been. It has applied <laughs> once. Whatever that movie was, or maybe right, it was well, used against me. I don't even fucking remember. Typically, maybe both did it to me. But anyway, there I'm should be some sure sort of honor of system in play where did it to you. You should not play a film that you do not believe should be on the list. You should not be fishing for vetoes with your choices. No, absolutely And not. if I did that, Matt, I apologize. But I will wait until I am 
found guilty. <laughs> <laughs> not, I'm not saying Matt, we're in America. It wasn't <laughs> a movie that you feel passionately about. Jacques. I'm just saying whatever it was was a movie that the two of us felt passionately about on the other side of the spectrum. Hence the use of the veto. Matt, I'm 98% sure that tra- Travis and I did that to you. Right. So maybe I'm misremembering, but either way it was weaponized. Now I'm the victim. <laughs> it is so a weapon. It's even worse. A veto exactly. is a weapon. That is the whole point of it. Y'all. I just don't want we'll to be carefully, murdered. Matt. Right. So I here's th- the thing. I think all of us can agree a gentleman's agreement that None of us will put anything on the list that we really don't want on there just to be a dick. This is yeah. collaborative, not combative. Right? Yes. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. I agree. A gentleman's agreement. Huzzah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Hey, like we said from the top, we'll see how it goes. Gloves may come off sooner than later. Yes. And I also said before we started recording that I will not uh, fire the first shot. But if somebody else does, I will return violence with violence if I need to. So, all right, I have. Yo, this is so dramatic for no reason. (laughs) I have two. No, no, that's that's what it's all about, Paris. This is why Travis woke up this morning. (laughs) Now this is a reason to wake up. (laughs) Oh my god, we can't keep being so sad, y'all. People are gonna start sending like services to our house. Like wellness checks, like. Nah, that's endearing, dude. I, I will cash those. <laughs> I can use all the no, help I can get right not, now. Not wellness checks, like <laughs> no. money. No. Like... <laughs> no. <laughs> like a wellness check. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my god! That's so fucking funny. No. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> All right. Get us together, guys. <laughs> Cash that thing yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> well, this check is when someone from, like, social services comes by and makes sure you're, like, alive and Yeah, we're good stuff. here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, my I'm, God. I'm drinking the, uh, the double-digit percent beers over here, so just bear with me. Yeah, if a cop knocked on Travis's door, he would just open it and be like, get lost, bozo, and just shut the door on him. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I would never send a cop to either of your houses because all cops are bastards. But I might send a social worker if I was worried about you. <laughs> if it's not it's... a monetary value, then you're not interested. I might, send, I might send a check with your name on it to see if you cashed it, and then I know you're alive. <laughs> That's a wellness check. That's one way to check on me. <laughs> <laughs> all right any other preamble that we need to address yes <clears throat> real quick two little uh well there's one rule that i'd like to uh propose and then i'd also like to ask a question okay I'll start with the rule this probably impacts me the most but uh should we make a rule where only one movie per director is allowed on the list i had the same thought and I think it would be more fun. Me yes. too. As much as I love okay, my, guys, my peoples. You know how I feel about this rule. I thought it was dumb when we played it before. I think it's dumb now, but I'm willing to concede. However, I will need to do some wrangling because I don't know who directed all of my movies. I need to like go back and look. 
I feel like there's really there's really only a handful, like maybe three or four directors that like yeah have had multiple a twenty. Like your goat would be the big the big one. Um, as well, would... the biggest one would be Ari Aster. All of his features are yeah. Boa's afraid doesn't uh, is not included in, in here yeah. so it really just be hereditary at midsummer that would and same with your ghost it's just lobster and killing of a sacred deer right well there's let's just say there's a few directors who have at least two films under the a24 i'm fine with that i'm good with right. that i'm cool with that i'm cool with that too so if somebody... it's only gonna help you guys so you know doing it for you i mean i have two i have two your goats on my top 100 of all time so doing it for you it would also only be but they're like very close to each other on the list so it's you know no shit out of my ass as they say so i'm cool with that uh that rule i'm sorry who says that who says that <laughs> is that not a more not people a should <laughs> y'all can't see me but i'm just very small shaking my head no that's the second time i've said who that today that? i don't know why today? i don't know why yeah keep second it going matt that is your catchphrase <laughs> <laughs> You know, honestly, I feel so bad for Haley that she has to live with you. It's just like a real tragedy. Yeah, right. I'm a amazing future husband. She loves it. All right. Anything else before we yeah. get into the draft? Just oh, curious. yes, you had a question. Did you guys do any uh, last minute watches slash rewatches in preparation? Mm. I know we there wasn't a lot of time for that because we did decide this a few nights ago but uh was just curious i watched ladybird last night and uh i'll leave it at that interesting no i watched a movie last night but it was kill bill volume two because Haley and i had mm. a date night and that's the movie we wanted to watch together so no i did not do any re-watching in anticipation Paris? of this no, I also did not do any rewatching in anticipation of this because I'm trying to do my cram jam not so jammed this year. And so I'm trying to watch like all 2023 movies if possible. All of them. Whoa. Every single one. So really stepping sorry, up to play this sorry, year. Sorry, huh? sorry. Um, not every single movie that came out in 2023. All of the movies that I'm watching, I'm trying to have those be 2023. When I'm like, oh, I've got time to watch a movie. I'm trying to make it so that they're all on my 2020, all from my 2023 <clears throat> list. Yeah, interesting. If you, you look at your own list. homework, yeah. and it's all 2023 <laughs> films. If you looked at my watch list, you would think that I'm actively trying not to watch 2023 movies because I've been uh, I've been in a rewatch mood. I watched I put on fucking Casino in the middle of the afternoon last Sunday and it was awesome. I could have watched two 2023 movies in the time it took me to watch Casino, but do I regret my decision? Absolutely not. No. Casino rules. Chances are the, the two 90 minute movies you would have picked from this year pale comparison to casino to casino dude that's the perfect hungover on a sunday afternoon i've never seen it is casino what oh my god well we can't i don't even is that does it have robert de niro yeah fuck yeah it does and pesci oh oh and a lady right sharon stone yes that is the lady i was thinking of it's a it's a (laughs) banger it's not even like top five scorsese but it's one of scorsese's most watchable movies for sure uh, all right, let's see. We're getting sidetracked. Let's. Uh, all right, the table has been set. 
I think uh, I think we're ready to rock. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right, let's do it. So that brings it to me. Let's hear it. What's going to be the number 10 pick? I had all this time. And uh, let's see. i got to look at my picks really quick here. Hmm. I'm going to go with Under the Skin, Jonathan Glazer's masterpiece. I'm going to say that about every choice tonight. <laughs> Uh, starring Scarlett Johansson. It's, uh, came out in 2013. It's, uh, probably one of the better sci-fi films of the last 10 years or so, in my opinion. At least for not, uh, boasting a big budget like, uh, some other sci-fi films. But, uh, I just think this is a great representation of... <clears throat> like a uh it's not really an alien invasion type movie but it is a movie where you follow an alien it's like um the perspective is from the alien per se and uh you get to watch this alien navigate the world that we live in and um i think it's beautifully shot it's uh it's got a weird tone to it but it is pretty captivating i uh, love the score this is the movie that put uh mika levy i think her name is on the map mm -hmm. she's done some uh banger scores since but uh i still think this is probably her finest work and um yeah i think it's just kind of like a it's like a small unsettling little sci-fi picture um but yeah i don't really have anything negative to say about it obviously um get to see scar joe nude that was the first time i think so that was huge yeah 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 um <clears throat> monumental i <laughs> i have a thought okay i i really dislike that movie but i don't want to veto it because i don't think it's a bad movie i just don't enjoy it and to be fully transparent, i don't know if enjoyable is what right are y'all describe it what are y'all's thoughts on that <laughs> since it's a collaborative list well uh it's and it's, and it's travis's things. first pick i don't want to you know <laughs> um i think it's fair for you not to veto because it is the number 10 slot um, but if you wanted to veto it, it's perfectly fine. I, my feelings won't be hurt. Well, okay, so I, I'm right there with you, Paris. I will admit I haven't seen it since it came out. I do own it. I have not rewatched it. I tried to rewatch it one time, and I was high, and I was like, "Oh my god, this fucking thing is even more weird than I remember." And it like gave me the heebie-jeebies, and I like turned it off. So I've only seen it the one time, but on the first watch, I gave it a three and a half. So it's this movie was like not even on the radar for me at all. So like I'm with you, but if only one of us vetoes it, 
I don't know if it would make another appearance later or not. You know, like, I don't know. Well, that's why I'm hesitant. I guess, I guess, let me say this. I will not be vetoing, but I would like to say I gave this movie two stars. I watched it Oof. in the last Oof. few months with Haley when we were trying to find a fun horror movie that uh, neither of us had seen. And um, I'm going to be honest. We got about halfway through and then Haley and I immediately started roasting, which is what we do best. And then I felt bad because we were watching it with Kurt and he was like enjoying it. And I was like, Haley, I think we got to we kind of took like an intermission break to like pee and like grab food and stuff. And I was like, Haley, I think we got to cool it. Kurt's really enjoying this movie. Um, <laughs> so overall, I will say I'm not going to veto. It's fine being on the list. It's a well made movie. But I am not a fan. Okay. Fair I enough. Think, I think that's where it's going to end up. Because while I would love to veto it, Hell I yeah. have to save my veto for just in case Travis gets a wild hair up his ass and tries to fuck me. So I got to save it. I'm saving it for... I'm, I will lay my cards out on the table. I'm saving it for one specific movie. I probably won't veto any other movies. There's one Don't that I'm keeping it in my back pocket for. Don't say the movie. I won't. Travis probably already knows what it is, but oh yeah, uh, and I don't. You know, I don't. Know, he probably already knows that. So he's. That's what I meant by picks being weaponized. I don't think he would, but you know. Anyway, so I'm. I've Daddy say chill. That. Is all I gotta say. <laughs> I also will not be vetoing <laughs> it, but let the record show that uh, ten is probably about the only place that it could go on this list. I think without more of an uproar. I would agree with that. I think that's why I uh, just had to slide here. it in there. All right. Cool. Yeah, Anything maybe. else to say on Underscan? Mm, no. I I haven't seen it in a while, but I do just love the vibe and what it's going for. It is, you know, unsettling and maybe not the most entertaining or uh, fun movie to watch, but I think what it sets out to do is pretty excellent. Mm-hmm. You guys should give it another shot. Maybe when you're not in so much of a jokey, make fun of mood, Paris. This is not a movie to <laughs> scoff at, okay? Man, I'm never not in that mood. <laughs> cool. Okay. All right. Matt has the number nine pick. So for my number nine, I am going to go with... The 2019 film directed by Joe Talbot, The Last Black Man in San Francisco. I okay. think this is uh, this is a good place for it. Um, I think everyone here has seen it. Paris, have you seen that movie? I have not. I think you probably like it. Um, Travis, I know you liked it a lot. Not as much as me, but I know you, you really liked it. It actually did... I liked it more on rewatch and it actually snuck onto my top 10 that year. I think it was nine or 10, but yeah, it was there. It's a fantastic it movie. It's, it has the now, uh, the since disgraced, uh, Jonathan majors <laughs> in it, but you know, at the time his performance was revelatory and, uh, it's kind of what put him on the map. Um, but basically it's a movie about, uh, two best friends who are local, to the Bay Area, San Francisco specifically, who are, uh, you know, kind of being forced out of their, uh, well, not forced out, but they're kind of like reclaiming their, uh, the main character, Jimmy, 
Jimmy Fails is the actor, the character's name. Oh, he's playing himself. Jimmy Fails. Cool. Makes it easy on me. Uh, he's like reclaiming like uh, the home that his grandfather built in San Francisco, an area that is like super gentrified. And uh, he and his family kind of live in like a dump on the fringes of the city. And it's basically a movie about like, um, you know, what it, what it means to have a home and a community. And it's about... It is about gentrification, but it's also a movie that has a lot of heart and it's incredibly beautiful. So many sequences that are just like the music, the way that is set to these sequences of like skateboarding through the city or just these images of somebody just like looking out over the San Francisco Bay. It's just like, uh, I love it. it. Makes my heart sing. And uh, I don't think it deserves to be much higher um, you know, it's on my top 100 of all time, but, um, it is, there's a lot of heavy hitters. Yeah, dude. Last black man in San wow. Francisco was number 81 on my top 100 of all time. Wow. I need to go peep that again. It's huge. I'm on two watches. So even after only two watches, it's, it's that high. So, um, this is a good spot for it though. So, uh, that's, uh, that would be my pick for the number nine spot, unless there are any objections. I will save my veto for something else. No, I, I don't have a problem with this. I don't think it would have made my personal top 10. Um, but And obviously it would go lower than under the skin, but I'm perfectly fine with it on a consensus list. I'm also good with it. I will say I'm starting to realize that this is going to be a lot harder for me than the other drafts are because... Because I like, if not really, 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 really like my top 15. And I'm realizing like, oh, none of them have even been picked yet. And I'm like, oh, how am I going to make these decisions? <laughs> there will be some crossover, though. So like the, the part of the tricky thing is like there weighing, hasn't been yet, like, though. Well, I mean, we're only two picks in. I mean plenty of okay. time okay but okay 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 i'm i'm fighting the same <laughs> i'm just realizing you know? like on the other ones i ha feel like i had way less of a hard time maybe it was i had seen less or i don't know liked less or on the other list but like this one i'm having a really hard time going fuck where do i put that now though because i want it to get on the list but like yep uh that's why it's tough. <laughs> a little okay. behind the scenes. So I have a Google Docs pulled up and I, I whittled it down to 10 movies that are like, obviously I love more than 10 A24 movies, but I whittled it down to 10 that would like be in contention for me as possible draft picks. Five of them are on my top 100 of all time, but two of them are from the same director. So... I'm kind of looking at, you know, if somebody picks one of those movies, I have other ones to draw from, but it's, um, you know, there's movies I love that aren't even, aren't even on my list here just cause, um, a 24 has had a lot of bangers. So mm -hmm. it's a little behind the scenes, but yeah, that's number nine. So I think we're, I think we're ready. I think it's back to you. Right. Uh, right. Travis? Back to me for number eight and then Paris will get a shot at number seven. I'm ready for my number eight, and I am going with Bob Egghead's The Lighthouse. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? I probably should have went with The Witch because it's probably more consensus. 
No. Considering no. You you Paris, you've seen the lighthouse, right? Yeah, and I like it a lot better than the witch. Okay, mm. perfect. So Forget only one Bobby Forget Egghead, aka Robert Eggers, is going to be on the list. It's going to be the lighthouse. All right, I chose right then. Um, this is one of my Matt. Do not waste your video on this one. <laughs> I'm not gonna, but it doesn't mean I'm happy about it. I mean, I think it should be higher, but that's my only that's my only right. contention. Any higher, and I for sure would be vetoing it. So I'm, I I like it at eight if that is the case. Beautiful. Well, I'm glad we uh, are satisfying two thirds of this party by uh, having it on the list. Sorry, it's not the witch, Matt. Uh, I think the lighthouse is my favorite of his three features. Although they are all really close. Um, he's one of my favorite new directors of the last, you know, 10 years or so. There's another... Uh, Is he... Oh, sorry. Oh, I was going to say there's another director that could come up that uh, challenges this one. but uh, Directors, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I love... I love his uh, aesthetic and dedication to the craft. Matt, I really think you need to rewatch this one. I don't think you've rewatched it since the theaters. That's true. Okay. And this movie unlocked for me on the second watch. I remember you and I saw it together in the theater. And I feel like we were both fans of it. Maybe I was slightly higher, but I, th I don't think it fully hit for us on that first watch. I've gone back and since corrected that. You have not. So still waiting for that time. You know, you said you're in a rewatch mood, so perfect time to pop this one on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but enough about Matt's non-apprehension. <laughs> <laughs> you like, what What did you give it? Four stars? Yeah, no, that's not, I mean, yeah. But okay. I mean, we're talking yeah. like, these are five star movies that we should be talking about. That's yeah. what we're talking about. Five star yeah. movies. <laughs> Okay. Hey, everything's five in my eyes so far, so I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You always come out the other end. Oh of my god, maybe happy. that's why Travis loves these lists so much because he always somehow wins. <laughs> well, yeah, we're I, only at number eight, so we'll. we'll see I am the keeper of the lighthouse, mm -hmm. uh, but let's talk about the lighthouse really quick. First of all, looks incredible. All of his movies do. I uh, love the uh, the old aesthetic and uh, just trying to capture like an old timey feeling with the aspect ratio, the black and white, the lenses. I think he nailed it. And uh, I uh, I love Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe in general. So them being together here in a movie, match made in heaven, they killed it. Uh yeah, Matt, it's just a vibe, man. You got to check it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big old vibe. My uh, uh, Labor Day weekend plans fell through, so maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll get a, a lighthouse rewatch in here this weekend. I just love right. the uh, interplay of the two and um, how they could potentially be the same person. We don't know. Yeah, like older and younger versions of the same person or one of them is in the other one's head, or neither of them are real. Mm -hmm. There's so much. 
I just there's so much. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, go for it. It's it's. Uh, uh, Kurt and I saw this in theaters together, and from the get go, I was like. Holy shit, what is this? I was also, we were also sitting very close to the front of the screen. And normally that like really nixes a movie for me. I'm like, I can't enjoy it when I'm just like craning my neck up like that. But maybe that was a better watch because everything felt really intense and really close. And I was like, ah, and just like, it, it just, oh, like the, the atmosphere of it all. Whew. So was that like uh, you? You Shit. were basically Willem Dafoe in that meme, where he's like, it's like really close up to his face, and he's like looking straight up in the air, and he's like, "Ooh, you know what meme I'm talking about?" <laughs> yeah, it's from uh, the movie where he plays Van Gogh, right? No, I think it's from. Um, I think it might be Inside. from like at, North at Eternity's Gate or whatever it's called. I, think I don't that. think he's supposed to be Van Gogh. Here, I I think I have a picture of it on my phone. No, it is Matt, for sure. I've he's seen supposed that to be Van Gogh in that movie. Yeah. Okay. Well, it, but you know the meme I'm talking about, though. Oh right? yeah, that was Paris watching the lighthouse. Literally, yes. I just I wasn't a hundred percent sure. Also, I, I just texted it, but I couldn't remember. Yeah, the meme, and I looked it up, and I was like, yeah, that was literally me. Scared, big blue scared eyes. My eyes are not blue. Big blue scared eyes, short red hair, looking up, terrified, but also like fully thrilled. Paris has never felt so seen in her life until she like saw he that sort meme. of looked. He, yeah, he sort of looks like he's looking up at God, and that's how I felt watching The Lighthouse. That was oh, also yeah. Tom when he saw Dunkirk at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, I was just <laughs> going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or all three Tom. of us watching Ghosts in the Shell at the same thing. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't great either. <laughs> Do y'all ever no. crack open a cold Coca-Cola, an ice-cold Coca-Cola in honor of Tom? <laughs> I would if the fucking Regal didn't get rid of Coke and they had Pepsi now. <laughs> that was when my life really took a downturn is when Regal uh, made the switch. And That's when things have never been the same. On, on the things most. have never been the same. <laughs> yeah, honestly, you got you to gotta move out of that teeny tiny town that you live in and get near an a- AMC. Well... I've got a, an indie theater that's very cool. So I'm still a cool. Uh, again, an indie theater. Okay. Don't you worry. Okay. I'm still a cool okay. Guy. Okay. All right. Lighthouse, anything else? Um, nah. But we are all hyped for Nosferatu, yeah? Oh, yeah. Been hyped. I thought that was going to be his next movie Dude. before The Northman. Yes. 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 Oh, yeah. Doesn't, uh, speaking of next movies, doesn't Jonathan Glazer have a movie coming out this year? He does. Ten years after Under the Skin? Yeah, dude. Geniuses take that long to make movies. It's going to be huge. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> All right. No, honestly, I think it does have some insane praise so far. Can't wait to see it. It's All right. Be huge. That's number eight. That is number eight. Paris, welcome to the draft. You have Thank been... Thank you very much slotted at the number seven spot let's yes. hear it in honor of my number seven pick i'm going to live on the air take a shot of vodka <laughs> yeah. yeah this episode is sponsored ah. by tito's vodka ah okay okay ah, okay <laughs> oh 
real quick while Paris is gathering herself, Jonathan Glazer's movie coming out this year sounds like it's about a little family set like next to some concentration camps. That should be interesting. Ooh, okay. Well, I'm intrigued. Could be uh that's that's territory that is a uh, well-tread and also uh quite sensitive. So we'll see what our see what our guy does. 98 meta score right now. Only 18 critics, but that is insanely high for meta score. Wow. I'm not a I'm not a meta score guy, but just got to call it out when I see it. How was it the festival? I just took a shot. I need to talk. Sorry. <laughs> Let's hear <laughs> the it. The floor Paris. is yours. Thank you. My number 7 pick was a difficult one. I was trying to decide between three different movies that are essentially tied for number 5 on my list, but I decided to go with a movie by the Daniels that came out in 2016. Yes, yes, yes. That is Swiss Army Man. Yes. Very into this pick. Thank you. <laughs> you just saved a pick for Matt. God damn you. <laughs> <laughs> what? Matt gets a free pick out of this. Listen, Paris, continue, please. I, I want to hear more. Matt just confirmed my thoughts. I mean, as response. I was talking, he was literally, yes, yes, yes. Like, neither of you are subtle. That's to say it. Just no. say anything. Okay. <laughs> just real quick. It's because I wasn't planning on picking that movie. But I am oh, glad okay. that it is here. Okay. It's okay. on the short list. Don't get me wrong. It's on the short list. But I was not planning on picking that movie. So okay. I'm happy to see it represented. Me neither. Paris, continue. Thanks. Um, I love this movie. I think the I there's a couple things I love. I love the whimsy of it. I love the very weird nature where you're not sure what's real and what's not. As y'all know, I love a movie that leaves things open-ended, that has many possibilities, that is a little bit of a mystery. Those are my favorite as we've talked about many a time. I think this is like stellar performances by both of our two leads. I think that it's very much got that whole, not one room vibe because it changes settings quite a bit, but it's just two actors in a, in for most of the movie, it's just two actors, just them in a pretty barren environment. Just, just, taking a damn shit on everyone else and i really commend them for that and i think yeah i think it's 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 an awesome movie it's really dark too like for how like light and like fun and weird it is like yes the fact that like kind of like this podcast (laughs) just like this podcast (laughs) oh my god do the daniels direct this podcast too no wonder about such and everything everywhere all at once fan well, the fact that like uh, Paul Dano's character like spends a lot of time on like this woman who's on his phone screen, 
Right. And then it turns out at the end of the movie, we find out that it's just some chick that he like took a picture of on the bus and he's like actually like, oh a my stalker. Oh, God. You know? It's so it's good. So weird. And they're and at his house and... or at her house and it's so cringy. Yeah. And then oh Daniel Radcliffe, God. you're like, oh, no, maybe he was just a corpse the whole time. Yeah. And then the ending and you're like, is this real <laughs> or is he having a psychotic break? Like what is happening? I loved all of it. So it's good. so tense, so dark, so whimsical, so fun. Such amazing acting. Like from start to finish it's a mystery there's reveals y'all this had everything it's like mm-hmm. the fucking <laughs> it's like stefan yep. they have everything <laughs> movie rolls hell yeah okay travis care to um, i, I kind of have the same thoughts as i did with the the last black man in san francisco uh swiss army man is a movie that i like a lot i think I think it made the list of that year. It came really close, um, but it would not make a top ten of mine of my own. So, yeah, I will not veto. Don't love it here, but don't necessarily hate it either. It's once we get into the top five is where I think pushback may occur. You know, it's still light and fun right now, but. I sure. can't wait. Let's we will. We it. will see. <laughs> Everything's been said about Swiss Army Man that we want to say. I think so. I yeah. feel comfortable. Okay. Cool. My choice at number six is this is where I'm doing it. I'm going with my boys, the Safties, and we're going with Good Time, of course. Beautiful. Try and veto it. I'll kill you all. No. In your sleep. No. Whoa. <laughs> first off, first off, whoa. No, okay. I set myself up for success here. So no matter how you guys tried to spin this pick, I would have been just fine. This is, you are playing nice today, aren't you? Or at least so far. That's, um, I mean, I've, I'm on the record many times uh, about good time. I think it's a you know, it's a good time. It's a good movie. You know, it's fine, but you know, that's a that's a four star movie if I've ever seen one. Got a better before. question for you, Matt. What would you rather see on this list? Good time or uncut gems? Mm, uncut gems. They're both four star movies for me, so sorry, that wasn't me voicing. Yeah, but Uncut Gems. Yeah. Under your head, uncut Matt, jam. you gotta pick one. If I had to pick one between the two, I'd probably pick Uncut Gems. Okay. See, my, my goal was here is if if you guys vetoed this or double vetoed this, I could oh just you come back uncut gems in with there? the uncut gems, right hook. and <laughs> Is that? Oh, Seal. no, that is right in under the wire, though. That was like a late 2019 movie, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Christmas yeah. 2019. Yeah, um, just for the record, I haven't seen Good Time still. For the record... Good Time is my favorite A24 movie, and Uncut Gems is my second favorite <laughs> A24 movie. Are you serious? Why is oh it so God. low, then? No cap. If it's your favorite, this is your number one movie, because you're putting it in at number two. He knows Paris. I would fucking veto it. Paris, the golden rule. It. The golden rule is this is a consensus. Okay, okay. Wow. Um, no, I guess... part, part of me just wanted to make sure it got on the list without ruffling too many feathers. Wow, just so Matt was right. The you radar. are playing really nice. Yeah. For the most part. Okay. I'm pretty sure my top three picks are will be on the list, so I guess I'm less worried about it. But I will say I have blown my load, so I'm I'm not sure what I'm gonna pick 
for choice three because like the witch because <laughs> this and is your number gems one would be you know the next in line but actually the lighthouse and good time would come higher on the list than those i was just ensuring that that they got my my stuff gets on the list well you're you're very top travis the the lighthouse would have gotten on there i would have made sure so see i wasn't i wasn't sure where you landed on that one and we've probably talked about it before but my memory sucks so I don't know, yeah. but uh, yeah, good time. I, if you listen to this podcast at all, you should know that I'm a big fan of this. Uh, I'm a sucker for a movie that uh, the main plot is uh, involving brothers for obvious reasons. I have a brother that I'm very close to, so those movies just uh, hit home a little more than others. And uh, another favorite thing of mine, these guys just know what I like. I love simple plan movies, and Good Time and Uncut Gems are somewhat of a simple plan type movie where there's a goal in mind, doesn't seem that difficult, or there should be many obstacles, but then each iteration of getting to the goal creates a new obstacle. Those are my favorite movies. Every time you say a simple plan, it makes me think of the Canadian pop-punk group from the early aughts. Simple plan? <laughs> makes me think of A Simple Plan, the film starring Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively. That movie which... fucking blows. Wait. I would probably pick that movie before Good Time. And a simple... That movie you is the worst. Hold on. Negative stars. Is that even the right title, Matt? A Simple Plan is... A Simple Favor. It's, it's the... what Matt's Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. The 1998 classic directed by Sam Raimi starring Bill Paxton and Billy Bob Thornton. Now, yeah, that's that one real. I haven't seen. I have, I have no I problem with that movie. I haven't seen it. A Simple Favor is the worst movie ever made. Get out of here, Paris. You're fucking on one. You know that's not true. I saw it in the theaters and I was like, how is this a movie? You gave it two stars. You've given less than that plenty of times on, on this show, let alone in your life. I stand by my statement. The worst movie ever. I like it. Dude, I gave Simple Favor four and a half stars. You're that's the more only than I one gave that's oh. allowed to have hyperbole. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm the off. hyperbole guy around I these I probably parts, gave right? it four stars. Oh, three and a half. Okay. That's, that's a good respectable. movie. All wrong. It's a good it's movie. A, we're, we are all wrong. It's a zero star movie. Yeah. Is it really that's, that bad? No. Yes. Why, yes. though? You... It has no story. It's stupid. The acting is terrible each plot reveal is like that doesn't make any sense and by the end who cares me that's life <laughs> yeah and life doesn't make a very interesting movie as we all know which is why we're all real bummed about it that's why we're doing a podcast <laughs> wow you you did dislike this movie paris interesting i fucking hated it <laughs> two stars to seems me, generous. Two stars was when I was giving, being more generous with those. This was I'm more accurate. This was like now. a fan favorite. Not that it like broke records or so you know, many made headlines like this, or anything. And I don't but... understand it. It, it literally like, I saw it in theaters and I was busting out laughing at how dumb it was. Look what you did, Matt. We're spending more time talking about a simple favor than good than time. good time. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> 
Um, all right. Matt just put on his little devil horn. You weren't even close. With <laughs> I forgot. All right. I thought it was called a simple plan. My mistake. You're fine. All right. Well, good time. You know, it's it's a little roller coaster. It's got my boy in it. It's uh, it's kind of like the. It, it's literally everything I love. It's like it's got that one night feel to it. I think it takes place over the course of more than one night, but it, you know, the majority of the movie takes place over one night. It's got a banging score. It's got my boy. It's it's everything. It's literally everything. Love good time would be number one on my list. On your list, yeah. With a bullet, but you know, I'm trying to cooperate here. That was I no, am, that was good. Yeah. I am very curious to see what your next and final pick is. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. All right. Okay. Uh, so we're now we're at Matt at number five. Mm-hmm. Let's hear it. And let's see, number five. I am going to go with Ex Machina. I think this is this is the spot for it. Um, technically, the highest movie on my personal list. So this was number two. This is your good time. This is my good time. Yeah. Um, Ex this Machina. is my good time. <laughs> From this is my Ex Machina. <laughs> <laughs> Ex Machina Y'all is a movie <laughs> that I have seen the most out of any A24 movie by a lot. I've probably seen Ex Machina like six or seven times. I absolutely adore this movie. It is... Um, I love the performances in it. I love Oscar Isaac. I think that... Um, it, it, it does so much with so little. Like... It's kind of a one location movie for the most part. It basically takes place in the complex that this like, you know, tech billionaire genius has built out in the mountains uh, to house like his project to create like an artificial intelligence that is like ultra realistic. And I just think this movie gets so much mileage out of both the existential questions that it raises as well as like the scene to scene tension of like the interplay between the AI, Ava, and the person who is interviewing her who is played by uh, Domino Gleason. I can't remember the character's name, but he basically gets brought in to like conduct interviews to test the artificial intelligence and the movie has like chapters in it usually i'm not a huge fan of like the chapter style of storytelling but i really think that it lends some like tension to the pacing of the movie and just like the weight of the conversations and you're learning more about uh ava's like intentions and there's like always something sinister happening underneath the surface but the movie is also like pretty funny and i just think it is a perfect science fiction like a modern science fiction film that deals with you know what it means to be human diving into like the artificial intelligence narrative like i just love everything about this movie across the board uh i love ex machina so I think this is this is a spot for it. I think. 
Hell yeah. More dude. human than a human. Yes. Bob Zom classic. <laughs> More human than human. Um, did, did I show you this movie, Paris? Is this one? I showed a lot I of people I was going to say, movie, I'm but... pretty sure you showed this to me. That tracks. Yeah. Uh, I also want to say that, y'all, this list is really working for me. In order on my list, from lowest to topest, um, Lighthouse, Swiss Army Man, Ex Machina. Hey. Maybe this will end up being the least contentious draft so far when we thought it would be the most contentious. But we've barely We're cracked the top We're not quite into the... So yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. I think this is now that you both have kind of petered out your list. I think it's going to be a really weird time. Not yeah, a I good already, time. A really weird time. I already came. So th- this is weird. You're having, <laughs> yes. po- you're having post-nut, post-nut clarity. clarity. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we have arrived. Isn't that everyone's post not clarity? This is weird. Exactly. But now <laughs> the next four picks are just going to be us like, what am, what am I doing here? Fucking. This is the aftercare. Yeah. Oops. All right. Ooh. Well, any other, anything anyone wants to say about Ex Machina before we move on? Um, I I feel similar to this movie as uh, Swiss Army Man and the black the last black man in San Francisco. You love these picks. <laughs> they're I mean they're all they're all fine choices, like but them. would they make my list? No. Right. Okay, I think what we're really but Matt, you could is... say the same about all of my choices so far, just well, as easily. I think. Yeah. You I don't love like any to... of them. No. Paris. I would like to point out that I think what we're discovering through this draft is that pretty much all of the top A24 movies are good. Like any A24 movie that we would pick is good, right? Like that's probably why this draft has seemed way less contentious. It's because like these are all good. Even the ones I haven't seen, like I, 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 I'm pretty sure it's good. I'm familiar enough with it. We'll see though. I have two. I have two movies that have to make this list, and I only have one pick left. So that's where it <laughs> sounds gets scary. like you set yourself up for failure, man. Yeah, that's a that's wild thing to say. Scary. So I'm and pretty. I'm sure going to try my Matt, best to not help you, Matt. Matt, no, Matt. Look into my eyes. We're not looking at each other, but look into my eyes figuratively. I'm 98 percent sure that one of those movies is also one that I need on the list. Therefore, I don't really think you need to worry about that one. Yeah, that's if you no, know which I'm one not, I'm talking I'm about. I'm not sweating yet, but okay. you know, I'm just saying that it could things could. I'm hoping get bad. Travis is also down. I I don't know what you guys are talking about, but I could go we'll at this two different there. ways. I could literally like make Matt come on demand with my third choice, or <laughs> I could make him. Oh wait, to his belly Matt, you have your next pick is number one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you ha- you have to do it then. No, I know what I'm picking for number one. <laughs> oh baby. Oh wait, it's not what I'm thinking. Probably not. Mm. But if anyway. I pick something well, it's, too it's early, will you right veto now, it? So. Mm. No, we can't have that chatter. We only got four picks Sorry. left. I mean, oh, too early. God. Okay, 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 okay. Because I have number two. Yeah. Okay. My next pick is Midsummer, 
2019 by Ari Aster. Vito, don't even bother. (laughs) Vito, Vito, get it out of here. Get that shit out of my face. Are you kidding me? It's going to be higher. Vito. Vito. No, what? Sorry. I'm vetoing as well then. (laughs) (laughs) You just set yourself up to get this movie off the list by saying that. If you didn't say that, I wouldn't have played it. No, I'm not. Oh my God. Travis, I know Matt hates this movie. You do too? I don't hate it, but we're it talking. It can't be number two. I mean, come on. We're talking. No, top four. It's but... my number two. Well, no, number four. Well, number right four. now. No, but I know, but I said I, said I would put gotcha, it gotcha, higher, gotcha. and that's why you vetoed. Oh, I forgot to take a shot. Hold on. That's probably why I fucked this up. Yeah, Hold on, all right. Let's get, Hold let's on. Get shut, up. Pause. Pause. shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Pause. Yep. Mm. Now, now, if you said ah. hereditary. I would, I 100% uh, could get on board. With I don't like Hereditary. Yeah, well, interesting. We're at, we're at an impasse, it seems. Dang. So it looks like Ari Aster's not getting on the He's list. not getting on. Mm-mm, sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm certainly not putting oh, him on yeah. here. So. No. Mm, no. Now, if Bo was, af- uh, Bo was Afraid was in contention, hell yeah. Well, that's different. That came out this year. That'll be top, top of 2023. We can talk about that later. Not on my watch. <laughs> well, good thing we're not drafting. Well, we don't have to make a consensus list, fucking Travis. You, 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 you. What if we did, though? What if the oh, episode before the top, we did a draft and we, like, I mean, we would, that could we be would fun. reveal. It would have we to would be reveal after. too much. It though. would have to be after. I think it would have to be after. We would reveal too much. And you can only much. use your top tens. I think that would be fun. Hell yeah! Let's start January the right way. I think I think that would be fun. Actually, we just spent a whole month on list. My God, <laughs> Travis would come too much. He would recreating die. the same list. He <laughs> would die. He would he would turn into SpongeBob in the in Sandy's air hole. When they Sandy's air hole, her mouth. No, when SpongeBob goes into her dome and him and Patrick are trying not to drink water and they're like, water. That's oh, how Travis yes, would be because yes, he yes, would have yes. come too much. Yes. I'm worried about his safety. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, okay. So Midsummer is officially oh, out gone. of the mix. <laughs> it's been deleted from the record. Now Sorry, I just Paris. worry that we've opened uh, Pandora's box, but I Paris, summer Paris fucking box. sucks. I can't. I couldn't. St- I couldn't be here. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't planning on <laughs> doing that on that movie. I was planning on being here, but then Paris picked Midsummer, and <laughs> I contemplated everything. Did we I, lose I, her? I really oh, okay. no. I, I've, She's I've, contemplating. I'm stewing. I'm not contemplating. I'm stewing <laughs> because I'm very, very mad. I did not. I love how this would happen right before this. We're like, oh, everywhere, like we're all everything's getting along. so good. I was fun. like bragging. I was like, look <laughs> how like, like this list is lining up so well with my list. Everything's gonna be great. I forgot that Matt hates Midsummer. Ugh. You pulled the Midsummer card. Mid-Somar. It's fucking Midsummer, bro. I that's part of the reason why I hate the fucking movie. People insist on calling it Midsummer. Get out of town. It's Midsummer. I don't care what Ari Asturd has to say about it. All right. 
Matt, you are the I most don't think pretentious the person I know. You cannot blame people for trying to pronounce it how it's spelled. You fucking asshole. It's okay, mid-summer. let me try to figure out emphasis my on four the pick. mid. Ugh. Ugh. Both of you are putting the ass in ass clown. Okay, just leave me alone for five seconds. God. Hey. We were getting along so well. <laughs> yeah, like one minute ago. Now I'm all like vodka drunk and I'm not really drunk. But it, it shots go straight to my head. And Paris you took has, it after you said midsummer, so though. Paris has two choices left, though, and there are no vetoes to save us. This could that's spell what I'm disaster. saying. Y'all this could be bad. are so stupid. I'm gonna have to. I know. I'm not gonna pick anything bad. I'm not gonna pick anything bad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> it just is like okay. Well, whatever. Dumb. <sighs> okay, so I guess for oh god, fuck shit. Okay, hold on. <laughs> there goes the third shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. no, thank God. No, no, no. I just dropped my phone. Okay. For my fourth pick. <sighs> okay. I know we haven't done this before, but I actually have two picks and I want to try to decide between them two in the no. spirit of transparency. Mm, I don't know how I feel about this. Travis, what do you think? Should she just pick one or will we hear her make a case and then mm, have a I think you should go with Go with the better choice, Paris. Don't Go bring us We burned uh, the vetoes. Uh, we burned uh, both uh, of the vetoes on. We deserve pick, whatever so. you you bring, whether it's neither for of better them are bad. Us. It's not deserving. Well, okay. I mean, you, okay, you okay, okay, know okay. us well shh, enough, right? Shh, okay, 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 okay. Make us happy. Um, shh, make shh. us proud. Okay, shut up. <laughs> okay, I for number four, I'm picking green room. Yeah, you just made Travis come Jeremy so hard. Oh my god, it wasn't gonna be on my list. I'm going backwards now. I I was actually gonna go with Green Room earlier on, but I I thought you were gonna play it. Didn't know when, but I I had a feeling you were gonna play it. It's a little high, but I am perfectly okay with this because I was even thinking about playing this at three. So Green Room oh, is on my personal yes, list at six. I was not, I really was only going for my top five. So far, everything in my top five has been got. Midsummer would have made four out of five, but y'all fucking blow. So I have to go with Green Room, which is a good movie. Like, these are all good movies. So let's talk about Green Room for a second. Green Room is is this amazing tale of these cool-ass, like, punk band who get caught up in a Nazi hellstorm. And honestly, y'all, it's amazing. It's brutal. It's gory. It's got great music. It's got Jean-Luc Picard as a fucking white supremacist leader who curb stomps people. (laughs) Like, come on. Be fucking for real right now. Tell me yeah, that Matt, doesn't sound like the most amazing movie you've ever seen. Matt, you need to get those grumbles out of here. Like, sure, this this you're movie not allowed isn't... to grumble at anything. I didn't this fucking sorry. grumble. I'm you sorry. grumbled a little. You grumbled, you grumbled a little at the start. You were like, this isn't as heady as Ex Machina or whatever your you know sci-fi bullshit is. But Green Room fucking rules. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. Pretty sweet. At number four. 
But it's better than mid. Watch it, bud. Watch it. Watch it. Yeah, watch it, bud. Okay, watch it. Come on, Matt. You kind of you kind of grew up in that scene a little bit. Can't you appreciate it for what? It I is? wish I loved Green Room more than I do. All right. So what, how what's do you not? You yeah. We, what's your pro- what's your deal, bro? I just you I, only saw it once, right, Matt? Have you no? I've seen it? Green Room like three or four times. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. I've been also, trying to force feed this thing since the beginning. We Sounds haven't mentioned like it yet, but I would like to say <laughs> you've you know, seen it more team... times than me. <laughs> Sorry, Paris, what? We haven't mentioned it yet, but I would like to say R.I.P. in peace to Anton Yelchin. This is yes. one of his final films before oh, yeah. he passed away, and he was an amazing actor, and he's great in this. So, and Matt, was, leave yes. your grumbles to yourself. And this episode is sponsored by Jeep. Thank you, Jeep. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was really bad. Holy wait, shit. wait, wait, Holy wait. Shit. Did you? Did you just... Did you say That's what the king's head talking. Said? Not Matt. That is the king's Matt. head talking. Matt. Okay, you better Carry cut that on. out of the fucking episode, Matt. No, no, I'm not it, cutting so. that. Come on, that goes right into my into my pocket. Every time you know? I say that, I know you're not cutting it because you don't cut anything because you don't edit these episodes. I cut. You don't even Mr. remember Pocket. what I cut. I remember everything. I have saved all of our lives. Time after time. Don't, don't talk to me about not making cuts, all right? That's true. We're all still here because I've made cuts. Right? Oh, my God. That's not even true. I would never get canceled by anything I've ever said on this show. Both of you would be dead, buried, and no longer allowed to use the internet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll confess but to that. You could probably say that about just things that are on the show that made the cut for me and Travis. but That's also what I mean. <laughs> if we had enough listeners, y'all would be canceled and we would have no listeners. So it's All it takes is have... just one sleuth to be like, a... hmm. <laughs> I'm going to go back to have... the beginning and find out exactly oh, no. what oh, no. they're talking about. Don't go back to the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm done oh man luckily one of my worst episodes never saw the light of day so i, <laughs> I don't even know which one you're talking about oh, it's gotta man. be one of the early ones though yeah oh let's just i'll just say it uh it involved <laughs> I still Maybe you have nightmares you about shouldn't. this episode, oh even though it never. Travis, Wait, okay, Travis, don't, Travis, Travis. Don't incriminate yourself. Yeah, don't say anything. What was the what movie? What were you? What were you, what reviewing? what were you reviewing? What were you reviewing? Yeah, yeah. Ghosts yeah. in the Shell. Oh, I and don't even remember. I did the worst thing that I could ever do, ever. <laughs> I'll bring it up. I'll bring it up for everyone. Okay. I hope hey, I text, have, uh, okay, text the group. Like text no, our group, but no, like we're don't... telling everyone. We're telling. No. Everyone. it's not that bad. No, Paris, it's not as bad as you think. Well, then tell it right now. Everybody. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so we okay. we saw Ghost in the Shell. We went, you know, we had our episode. We went to go review it. We get through the episode just fine, and Matt's like, "All right, anything else on Ghost in the Shell?" My dumbass could have just been like, "No, we're good." Like, like I normally do. <laughs> <laughs> but instead, I was like, hmm, let's talk about the whitewashing issue. <laughs> oh, I forgot about the whitewashing. That sounds like we should be taught. Like, that sounds and positive. No, it's not. No. It's not negative, but the I, 
I was not prepared for that topic, and so I should never have brought it up. I see. So and I, I didn't said, say anything. Hey, let's, let's talk about whitewashing, and maybe you didn't have the correct terminology to be talking no, about it. No, I just, or... it was, it wasn't like, I'm not going to get canceled because of it, but I just, I feel like I sound like an idiot. Where more or less I said I was not colorblind. <laughs> <laughs> he took the wrong position on it i think is what he's getting at <laughs> and then me and tom were like well oh, hold up buddy oh <laughs> oh you said oh oh i understand you said let's bring up the whitewashing i'm cool with it <laughs> <laughs> basically is yes. that okay okay <laughs> and oh then God. proceeded oh. to sound like an idiot for five minutes Luckily, to talk that about was... why you to defend why you were cool with it, yeah, or why it was brought up in the first place. Oh my god! But why luckily, that you, the, that yeah. is a wild thing for you to bring up and then be like, "Let's talk about it." I'm good. Well, I'm good see, with the it. thing is, is in my head, I was like, "This is an important topic to bring up." But it then, as is. soon as I uttered it, I was like, "God damn it, I'm not ready for this." <laughs> oh my immediately turned on yourself and said nope we're not equipped to talk about this (laughs) no oh that's so Uh, funny also i'm gonna be honest that's a lost episode though so thank i'm gonna be honest i've only ever heard the episodes that have aired of course but Uh i think you may have said worse things on air and you're not canceled probably so i think you're good i think it's fine that's the one that keeps them up at night though (laughs) Oh yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't think you need to have nightmares. The fact that it okay. wasn't published. <laughs> oh my god. Someone's gonna find it, some relic somewhere on some old Matt's hard drive because he didn't drill a hole in it. No. <laughs> Honestly, full disclosure, there's usually one thing I say per podcast where I'm just like, God damn it, why did I ever do that? Can we just <laughs> rewind Honestly, fifteen seconds? I've gotten better about it, but listening back to our episodes when I first started recording with y'all, it was so cringy so cringy like especially as we got on and like the drunker i would get i'd be like oh you just repeated yourself a hundred times you stupid yeah, stupid stupid bitch like oh yeah oof. that's just podcasting now <laughs> i wish well, matt would would, would cut it out <laughs> cut out, you out rep- all people the repeating ourselves if if we cut out us repeating <laughs> ourselves these episodes would be 30 minutes long. paris that's the problem is the reason why that episode never saw the light of day was because that was the episode where Matt was like, hey, Travis, you want to give editing a shot? I remember. And I chopped it to bits. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's is that, that's So that's why you, you had such a hard time editing that. Because well, you were trying to chop it up? Not well, not just no. that. That was also when we 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 were recording on like separate tracks, and it was editing. really bad in those days. Oh. It was a bloodbath. Like, uh, if we were still doing that, this podcast would have ended fucking no. five years. Honestly, ago. if that oh, if the no. episode would have ever hit the you know hit the airwaves, yeah, I would have edited that part out. When Matt said Is there anything else, it would have been like, all right, so now we're <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, moving on that, to what we're going to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I that's so totally all fine. that out. It, it used to be a lot harder. <laughs> yeah. okay. not, not on my mixer. Be, I would if I would be so curious to ever find out what you do actually cut out because there's so many moments in the episode where I'm like, oh my god, cut this, Matt. Well, that's anytime just I literally say, and well, no, anytime I literally say in the episode, okay, cut this. 
Oh yeah, of course. If you say that, I'm not going to cut it. I'm <laughs> <Definitely> <laughs> not gonna no. Cut it. <laughs> All right. All right. Where uh, are we? Should what we get we back doing, to people? pick number three? Yes, it's back to Travis. We now, should. Right? It is me. Um. Hmm. I know Matt loves this movie, but I know Matt loves this movie even more, and I think I do like this movie more. This is a this is a uh, dilemma where I'm thinking with my dick. <laughs> I have a a movie that I like more, but there's a director whose movie I want to get on here to represent the director over the movie that I'm thinking of. Okay. If okay. it's the director that, that I'm thinking of, I'm going to get it on there. Mm, drawing a blank with what you're saying. <laughs> Listen, I hear you. I don't know what you're saying, but I hear you. <laughs> I appreciate you're the You're coming validation. in clear. Well, I'm clear. don't know what the I fuck you're saying. I hear you. I hear you. I'm validating that I hear you. <laughs> Um, but I'm responding that I don't know what the fuck you're saying. <laughs> that was a very mature response. I, I really don't know what you're talking about. Somebody's gross, been guys. doing that's therapy. <laughs> uh, it's because I'm talking in code, Travis. That's why you don't know what the fuck I'm saying. But okay. apparently we're not speaking I, okay. in the same code. There is one glaring omission so far, director-wise, whose name has been brought up previously. Yes. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. That's what I'm assuming that's what Paris is thinking of. I don't know yes. if that's what you were thinking of, Travis, or not. No. Okay. Oh. So different. Okay. What? So then Matt, don't worry you're going to love either of the choice that, choices that I have, but if I pick one of them, I think it's going to like get that last little bit out, you know? Okay. I say do that because I'm the only one left with a veto, so I'm having fun. <laughs> All right. I'm uh, going with going with my heart not my dick and i'm actually this is going to throw everyone for a loop oh no myself i'm going with first reformed mm. you didn't like that matt well i do i like that yes was that your number one <laughs> <laughs> i mean i <laughs> I don't want to spoil the fun or anything, but yeah, you don't need to say anything else. Yeah, yeah. I think I just, I think I just set us up for success. You either did. I mean, now or, I don't know. Or disaster, now I, or disaster. Now I don't know what Matt's gonna pick. It's success, right? It's success no, because Matt, we, we, I kind of have a feeling we're going with this, and I'm okay with it. Okay. So Travis, <laughs> can you tell us about the movie? I'm okay. or... Oh, first reformed. We've been talking uh, inside baseball too much. Okay, do you guys want to know what my my um, my dick pick was? <laughs> your yes. dick pick, yes. Yes, 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 <laughs> it, yes. It comes Send us night. your dick pick. Oh, that was not in my top five. See, but it's it was too high. 15. It's too high for top three. But yeah, I would have liked to see my boy Tess on the list. I don't Tread think Matt, Schultz. you don't you don't like that one very much, right? No, he does. I love it comes in. That's night. the one. Oh, well, okay. I came that night. 
He did. And every night henceforth after I have rewatched it. Oh, I remember. Except I was the associating... night you watched Waves, you did not come. No, Waves. So Absolutely not. <laughs> I was associating Matt thinking it comes at night with a bad response from Matt because I was thinking of when we recorded the episode on Seder where I compared it to It Comes mm. at Night and Matt you uh, flipped yeah, the yeah. fuck out and that's yeah, yeah. what I was thinking of. Yeah. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. It Comes at Night yeah. is way better than yes. Seder. Is it a better made movie? Yes. Is it way better as yes. quality, as enjoyment? Yeah. Yeah. Not for me. Not for me. They're they're pretty close. All right. They're pretty close. I like both of them a lot. I stand by my statement. Well, <clears throat> I went with First Reformed again. This this was more of a uh, this was like people's choice. This wasn't necessarily me. I do love First Reformed. I would have went with something else, but I had to make sure my darlings got on this list. Hence the uh, the rankings here. But um, I'm perfectly okay with this. I think First Reformed is worthy of a top three spot. Love Paul Schrader. I think this is probably his best directorial effort. And, you know, he's directed other good movies, but I don't even think it's close. I think First Reformed is the clear, like, masterpiece from Paul Schrader when it comes to directing. If we're talking writing, that's a different topic. But writing-wise, yeah, First Reformed is a banger. Um got a great performance by Ethan Hawke. See, part of part of this is hard to talk about these movies because I feel like we've already reviewed these movies in detail back when they were aired or back when they released and then we didn't rewatch all these movies for this episode. So like trying to talk about something that I haven't seen in 5 years isn't great, but <clears throat> um yeah, love what this one's going for uh it's kind of like a crisis of faith type movie. Um, it's 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 kind of like the uh, Paul Schrader's career all in one, the encompassing work of art. He uh, he loves characters like this that uh, deal with you know some sort of yeah. It's usually you know in in. Um, in relation to like religion or morality, but it's always about like a troubled being, typically a male who's like trying to uh, sort through some shit while sorting through just the day to day. And um, yeah, I like I said, it's worthy. It's not really my top choice here, but um, I'm uh, I'm a man of the people with this pick, so. <laughs> Uh, it full disclosure that was gonna be my number one. I'm we knew that. I, glad I was able to come in here and intercept that. Well, I feel I wild do. about what number one is because I'm I'm for number my number two pick. You better believe your ass. Hold on, I gotta take a shot first. <laughs> oh, oh God! Oh, yeah. oh, fuck! It's it was like so warm. <laughs> I waited too long before I took it. I was going to say I love the slam, but I love the preamble even, or the, the oh, postamble. I hate more. it. I hate it so much. Y'all peer pressured me into this. <laughs> no. Travis said, I don't I do not do peer pressure. I don't like it, but I would like it if you did this. And I said, okay. 
<laughs> because I sort of wanted to do it, but I regret every. I forget every time. I think shots could be fun. I don't really do shots anymore unless I have a really good, like a pickleback or Red Bull I found, actually. I don't drink Red Bull in any other mm. capacity. Makes a pretty good chaser for tequila. I could see that. Mm. The only but problem you know, is if you have if you have too much Red Bull in a night of drinking, for me at least, I cannot sleep. Yep. Uh, it doesn't so much do that for me as much as it makes me sick the next day. Like, it doesn't settle well with my tummy. Yeah. And I don't know if it was the Red Bull or the copious amounts of alcohol, but it seems Coke. like... <laughs> copious no. somehow? No, 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 no. I don't do that anymore, you guys. No, 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 no. Um. Anyway, my number two pick... 2016 the director can you guess it it's your goat aka your ghost lanthimos aka the movie is the lobster Whoa. Fucking <laughs> i don't know what's gonna be the number one then on my purse this is what i'm saying travis you set us up for a very weird anyway 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 um uh, 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 number one movie on my list of A24 in my top 50 of all time. Saw it in theaters with Matt. Pretty sure that's when we were dating and we are like, uh-oh. That movie <laughs> rules. <laughs> uh-oh. <laughs> that was awesome. I mean, I mean, but... <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. <laughs> I think that's when we both went, well, maybe we shouldn't be dating. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Again, Uh-oh. you're not wrong. We yeah, barely yeah. talked. We've talked about the lobster <laughs> so much since. When we left that theater, silence. Oh, it was no words. It was, it was, uh-oh. It was deep thoughts. How soon after that did we break up? Maybe like a week later? Wasn't much after. Yeah, there wasn't much time. It was, it was a life-changing movie for everyone involved. <laughs> And honestly, it's my favorite of your goats. I fucking love this movie. I try to recommend it to everyone. I know as soon as it came on Netflix, I was like, watch it, watch it, watch it. From the very weird story to my first introduction to his insane style of writing and directing his actors to speak in such a way that you're like, is this real? Like, what is even happening to create this world that is both has this like magical realism that is both feels very grounded and relatable and also is this like insane science fiction concept like to have something be both romantic and horrible and thrilling and 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 mysterious and gory and awful and amazing like all of that in one i think that's what a lot of directors on this list try to do and some do in other movies but Yorgos is the goat, hence why y'all call him Yorgoat. Y'all including me now, I guess. He is the greatest <laughs> of all time. This is his best movie. This is my number one pick, but number two for our list. Real oh, quick, yeah. Matt, do you know what you're doing for number one? Yeah, uh, I didn't. Well, I was going to do First Reformed. Um, mm-hmm. I know you thought you were doing us a favor, but now you're, you guys no. are not going to like... I don't think oh, what I'm going to do. No. no, I don't think we will. But here's the thing, Matt. I have Fuck. one veto left. And even if you veto it, I don't think you're going to like my backup either. 
is the thing. Because here's the thing. Killing of a Sacred Deer, for me, I like a teensy, teensy bit more than the lobster. But Me too. We can't. I can't. You know, we're, we're, we're doing the one director thing, so I can't do that. I would veto it anyway. I don't think it deserves to be number one. Well, uh, I was going to do First Reform. That was another... That was also in the mix. Um, By the way, I don't so. think I said... I, I haven't seen First Reformed. You would like it. Yeah. Yeah. I so before we get to number one, because I want to build some more suspense. Of the movies on here I haven't seen, there are three. There is Last Black Man in San Francisco. There is Good Time. There is First Reformed. Which of these three, if I wanted to start first, would you think I should? Good time? Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't say good time, but that's Travis. No, that like I, number not five that are ever. the best movies to no, you, but like that I would enjoy the most. <laughs> that I think you would Me, enjoy the most Paris. probably, probably Last Black Man in San Francisco. Enjoy? Yeah. The, the best movie? Well, no. Favorite okay, we're not movie? talking best or your favorite. Like that's what I'm best, saying. Best, 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 best for me. Favorite, best good for me. time. Okay. Depends on what mood you're in and what you're looking for. Last Black Man in San Francisco is way different from First Reformed. Yes. So okay. I think they're both equally great. I'll I just like watch all First of them. Reformed then. more, but again, it kind of depends on what your mood is. Great. I'll just watch all of them then. Don't Sick. watch First you Reformed should. if you have any interest in feeling good about yourself or the future of humanity. I think. <laughs> I mean, when do I ever? Paris, just don't wake up tomorrow and you'll be good. Yeah. Sick. <laughs> send, me a, send me a wellness check. I think that's what Matt just said. <laughs> it's in the mail, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Okay, are we ready to move on to number one? Um, well, we didn't talk about The Lobster too much. I actually recently rewatched this. I watched Ooh. it about a month ago, and uh, it went up another half star. So would love to report back that uh, initial viewing, 3.5. Second viewing, four stars. Third viewing, 4.5. So, oh, man, every time. Next watch. Now- could be you only need to watch it one more time That's could the be one. the one fourth time's the charm i think it is well based on my last viewing i think it's funnier than i remembered especially mm-hmm. the first hour or so yep the only thing that i have an issue with is the last like 30 40 minutes i don't love the like the outcast group slash plot line i feel like it just gets a little too like high concept for its own good at that point where you could maybe poke holes in the logic but um a little bit not saying logic is the only issue i have with that portion of it but yeah i just i love the trajectory of it but then i think like the last third or so it loses me just a little that's fair logic is something that i like pretty frequently applied to movies, but the lobster is just so fucking strange. And also like clearly not based in any sort of logic. Well, that, like you could apply that to his whole filmography to a degree. Exactly. Yeah. He, that's why he's so great. And I think for me personally, uh, the lobster has a lot of similar qualities to my favorite movie of all time. Eternal sunshine. 
I didn't know that was your favorite movie of all time. It is, yeah. You're a Charlie Kaufman head? No. Just an Eternal Sunshine head? <laughs> I told you, if we were... So, a uh, little peek behind the scenes, off air, uh, Matt and Travis and I were talking about if we did a draft of, like, our favorite, like, making the ideal movie based on, like, picking the director separately and the writer separately and all the actors separately. And I was like, well, Matt's going to be pissed when I take Kaufman to recreate Eternal Sunshine. You were serious. I was not joking. That is my favorite movie. Hell yeah. It's a great movie. I need to watch that one again. It's been a long time. And I think I've only seen it once. What? Oh my god. Mm -hmm. That's one of my most watched movies. I watch it... At least, at least once a year, all the time, and and sometimes when I'm tripping, it's really fun. Uh, and other <laughs> times also, it's great. Very cool. Okay. Anything else on the lobster? Um, I do love the scene where he's checking in. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that scene specifically, but. That scene and he has the dog, scene. the dog that's his brother. Well, yeah, any scene that involves his dog brother and when they talk ill about dogs, it's just so great. The lore, like the lobster has some of my favorite yes. lore yeah. of any movie. Just like... Where it talks about how stupid the choice of a dog is and his brother dog is literally sitting right there for the conversation. <laughs> poor, yeah. poor thing. Oh my God. Also, I mention it every time this movie comes up, but I <laughs> it makes me die laughing every time uh Oh fuck, what's his name? Colin Farrell. When he the shin kick, yeah. Every time he kicks that little kid in the shin, just fucking cracks me that up. Is pretty it's good. so weird, but it's so Well funny. and it plays into like you said, the lore where it's like, Oh, maybe you'll have a limp like your dad or whatever. <laughs> maybe you can relate to him. <laughs> Uh, that movie is pretty mean spirited, but I kind of oh, yeah. love that about it. But when he's Talk checking about in, dark, Jesus Christ! When he's yeah. when he's checking into the hotel or whatever, and they're asking his sexual orientation. Oh yeah, <laughs> that is too good. What a bad! I can't I can't remember the specifics, but it's it's a good. That's like one of my favorite scenes is him checking into the hotel. <laughs> love it at number two, huge. Okay, are are we ready? Yes. So I don't think you guys are gonna like this, but probably not. Uh, I I don't really have any other uh, any other cards to play at this point because everything else that I would have put here is either disqualified or uh, already on the list. So I am going to go with the best A24 film of all time. The number one, well, not of all time, of the 2010s anyway. I'm going to go with Denis Villeneuve's Enemy at number one. I don't uh, hate it. Don't love it as a number one, obviously. I don't but... love it at number one either, but <laughs> that is hey, a movie. Denis, Denis is on the list. It was also his only entry. It's his only A24 movie. He, he None of his other movies are A24 releases. But Matt, you do love this movie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's it, like, it's a movie that I, okay, so the first time I watched it, 
I think this is the only time I've ever done this in my whole life. I finished watching it. And the person that I was watching it with, we kind of looked at each other and we were like, what the fuck just happened? And we literally started the movie back from the beginning and like rewatched like half the movie. So we like fast forwarded through some stuff, but we, we like literally started it over from the beginning as soon as we finished it. And we're trying to like piece together what we just saw. And I can't say that I have ever done that with any other movie. Not to say that it's like the most thought provoking movie I've ever seen or like, but I felt compelled to do that. I mean, it was at home. So it's like, you can't do that in a movie theater. Right. But like no other movie have I ever felt compelled to like immediately restart it and like dissect it. Um, I'm still kind of confounded by this movie. Um, I've seen it. I'd, I'd say four or five times at this point. And, um, I just think it's so unique. There's like a weird, like sterile element to the way it's presented and the color palette and like the, the delivery of the dialogue and just like the emotional reactions to certain situations. Um, and it's a, it's a, it's a mystery. It's a puzzle for you to unlock. And I'm so far removed from watching it. Like it's been several years since I've seen it. I don't know if I could like, at this moment in time explain like what it's about but at a certain point in time i had like a whole fucking like you know that it's always sunny meme where like charlie is like in front of the the whiteboard and it's like the the pepe charlie conspiracy meme yeah yeah that was like me at one point with this movie and uh it's been so long since i've seen it that i i don't have specifics to pull from but that's how i felt about this movie i was obsessed with it and um yeah, I, I fucking adore it. It's not even my favorite Denis Villeneuve movie, but it's, I mean, you gotta give it credit. It's a very fucking strange, daring, uh, provocative film. And I mean, can you beat that ending? Like, I can't think of a more like what the fuck ending than the ending of this movie <laughs> for my money. I, anyway. have, I have two thoughts on this movie. One, I technically watched it. I barely remember it. <laughs> Two, originally when I saw it on the list, I thought, oh, yeah, I'm going to put this on my list because I got it mixed up with Prisoners. That movie also rules. The other, <laughs> another Denny Villeneuve movie. Um, and I really, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, Prisoners could be our number one. This one, I, I'm going to be honest, like, I know I watched it and I know, like, the basic premise and I remember it ending with a giant spider over the city and being like, what the fuck? But I'm going to be honest, everything else is just nothing. There's nothing. There's a big old hole in that file. Well, the spider over the city is actually like midway through the movie. It ends with like a giant spider, but like backed into the corner of a bedroom. Mm-hmm. Oh. And Jake Gyllenhaal's character just like looks at it. And, like, doesn't really have a reaction to it. And then the movie just ends. <laughs> what was it about? Everything. <laughs> Everywhere? It's, a, I, like I said, at one point in time, I could give you a TED Talk on this movie. Um, at this point in time... Now just give me a Theodore Talk. A t- <laughs> well, it's a movie that's about identity. It's, you know, it's like a double... Mm-hmm 
double identity, like, you know, Im- imposter doppelganger type of movie. Um, I think the movie, there's like a through line of like fascism and dictatorship that runs through it. There's like, he's like a history professor and there's like several scenes where he's like teaching about like dictators and how they like take power. So if my memory is jogging correctly, there's a big element of like power dynamics and fascism, (laughs) but, uh, I like I said, it's kind of tough okay, to uh, so extract I that also, from my memory. Yeah, totally. I also got this confused with another movie that came out in 2013 about two guys that look exactly the same. With the Jesse double Eisenberg one. with Jesse yeah. Eisenberg, which I remember a little bit more, but also can't quite remember at all. Like what? What is? What? What? What the? Fuck? I don't know what was in the water that year, but two two doppelganger movies. I will say the double is like way a way less interesting and and like well made movie oh okay Um, at least in my memory i did watch it at the time and uh didn't love it um but one of my favorite if not my favorite jake gyllenhaal performance um he's doing like it was before he like went full like over actor and was just like always doing like the crazy eyed like unhinged guy thing that we see in like a uh, Nightcrawler and uh, Okja and just you know, it was kind of bef- it was one of his more uh, subtle performances. But um, yeah, I just I I love it. Did you say before Nightcrawler and Okja? Those might be yeah. two of his most performance performances. Yeah, yeah. well, exactly. Yes. I mean, he he is acting the crap out of it. He peaked at Okja. I mean, even some well, might say he peaked before Okja. <laughs> no, I think Okja's peak. Uh, Okja's peak unhinged Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, is, Matt, is fair to say. You, you and I watched Okja to get together, and you loved it, and I did not. So that's another one that is dying, begging for a rewatch. Especially now that Bong Joon Ho is like the guy. I mean, he was always kind of the guy, but you know what I mean. In a post parasite world. Oakjaw is just dying for a dying for a rewatch. I agree. I have not watched it since it like freshly aired on Netflix. Just got dumped on Netflix and no one's <laughs> thought about it since. <laughs> uh, well, back to Enemy real quick. Um, again, wouldn't be my first choice. This is probably my least favorite pick on the list. So, and that's at number one. It's so a little huge. unfortunate. It's number Same. one. Same. It's a real but, bummer. <laughs> Matt, your your sentiments regarding Enemy is very similar to the movie well you know somewhat similar to the movie that i fell in love with not necessarily like the tone or vibe or what it's going for but the way you reacted to it the obsession uh, aspect yeah it's very reminiscent of someone you know falling in love with film or falling in love with a film something that compels you to dig deeper more you know other than just oh my god being... travis just reveal what <laughs> the movie yeah oh well the movie that did this for me i don't think it's as heady as... well yeah. this is debatable but no country for old men was the movie that did it for me back in the day that movie changed my life and that movie is fucking rad 
Well, that's where I started to watch. I don't really get why you brought that up. Because he was obsessed with it. Like, a movie that, like, you don't... It compelled me to dig deeper, which... Oh, like like how Matt was obsessed with Enemy. You were obsessed... Sorry, sorry. I I missed the connection, and I was like, what are we talking about? Not that this was the movie (laughs) that made Matt fall in love with movies, but it's, you know, along those lines of being in love with movies. Totally. Even if you don't get it, or, you know... You, you want to go back and try and understand it or decipher it. That's it the becomes whole... all you think about for a while. And it's, you're just so obsessed with it. And you, you got you to gotta get more information. For, totally. for better or for worse, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's pretty <laughs> rare. I think we can confidently say that that doesn't happen very often, right? No, it but is rare. But it I is special when too. a movie like grabs a hold of you and it's like, you, you like... I don't know. The the movie demands more of you, or you demand more of the movie, and there's like a marriage that happens. <laughs> I'm trying to sound I'm too pretentious, be, but no, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I maybe this is why I rated my enjoyment of movies so much higher than y'all back in the day because like that is many movies for me. There's a lot of movies that really capture me, and I dig deep and I find out everything I possibly can, and I like div- like dive into it and i mean maybe that's why i like mystery so much or movies that have a mystery to them like that's most movies for me most movies you mean most of your favorite movies no most Every you just become mystery. obsessed you're telling me after you saw <laughs> thanks killing you were like i gotta know everything about this movie no the mysteries need to be unveiled to me well, no, but I did do a lot of research into it. Like, I looked up, like, how they made it and who is in it and what was the budget and how the puppet was made. And I found out they made it and then accidentally got run over. Like, I, I did deep dives on it because I, that's, I I get kind of, obs- I don't know, obsessed with all movies. I don't know. It, it, yeah, most movies, yes. I, yeah, I think this movie is a good representation of a number one in a weirdly specific way. Someone's number one. <laughs> but I, well, I don't know. Honestly, I don't think it's anyone's number one here. Just no. This is how the cards. No, fell. that's what I mean. Not someone's on this podcast. Oh. <laughs> Someone else's number one. Gotcha. Okay. Someone we don't know. <laughs> They're number one. <laughs> yes, uh, that is true. But I think it is a good. It's a good representation of a number one for what it represents, even if it's specific to Matt, because I think we can all relate. Sure. Uh, not necessarily right this second, but uh, did y'all want to touch on um, like some honorable mentions that you were maybe surprised didn't make the list, or? Well, do yeah. you want to know what I would have gone with if you Paris had vetoed this pick? Yes, definitely. It would have been Claire Denis' High Life would have been slotted in at number hmm. one. I haven't seen it. Doesn't really feel like a number one. Feels more like a number ten. Yeah. Yeah, based on what you guys have talked about as well. <laughs> I mean, but... I like that movie. Not as much as Matt, but it does not feel like a a top three or maybe even five on this list. <laughs> if anything, it might have been a more fitting number one though, because that movie has like a whole ass cum room in it, like with drainage and everything, <laughs> you know? Are you talking so, about literally? 
Literally. I'm not talking oh, figuratively. Literally. I don't, I don't I don't like that. Well, it's pretty cool. So <laughs> that, if you if you that, want to represent well, the podcast well, well. in that sense, then yes. <laughs> If That's you're talking I mean about the thing. cream dream, if you're talking about the cream dream supreme, and you have to live in a room full of cum where there's a drain in the floor that drains all your cum down the drain, then yes, obviously that should be number one. But we don't live in that world. It would have been more on brand, I think, is what I'm getting at. Uh, but that that uh, is what I would have gone. Honestly, with, we kind of ended with a fart. <laughs> Maybe you a fart? Been Enemy life. rules. You guys got to rewatch it. No, no, I'm not. I don't I'm mean. I don't mean enemies. that. I just. I. I just mean like in the fact that it's none of our number ones. Yeah, you know, it is pretty top. far like, from a definitive like, number one. Yeah, it feels just kind of like oh, okay, sure. Well, yeah, okay. So a little revisionist history. So at first reformed, Travis, what would you have plugged in there if it weren't it comes first reformed? So it comes at night would have been three. I would have Paris, been that. lobster would have been the same. Still would have been the lobster, and then number one would have been first reformed. Mm-hmm. That's that what the better. list would have looked like if it played out exactly how. See, yeah. I don't. Well, if it had played out exactly how Midsummer would be number four. Well, I just mean the end game. Like it, we were yeah. alluding to, like. Well, the problem with the number three slot for me, specifically, was. I wanted to go with It Comes at Night. I probably should have played Treadward Schultz a little earlier. I think I I was a pick early on everything since I had that extra pick. But It Comes at Night is my least favorite Treadward Schultz movie. And it felt weird putting it in the top three. So that's why I mm. went with The People's Choice. I was trying to do everyone a solid. But honestly, I don't, I don't dislike our list. Like it's about the same as if it comes at night was three and first reform was one. I mean, I like it comes at night yeah. more than enemy, but but that's that's how it would have played out. Yeah, I, is that's you know. I that's think I probably would have, have preferred like. that, but I'm not necessarily like pissed off with what we got. Mm-hmm. Well, like Travis, enemy. do you want to go ahead and? Uh... Oh, sorry. Oh, well, I was going to ask him to recap the list. Did, oh, yeah. Did, was there something else you... Well, before you do that, Travis, what were you going to say, Paris? Oh, I was just going to say, if I hadn't made such a stink about Midsommar, and if I had <laughs> put it at... Where was it? Four. Number four, yeah. If I had put it at number four, and Matt vetoed it, so I put... Would still probably put Green Room at number four, then I would have probably put it at number two, expecting Matt to put... Lobster at number one. Travis, you would have vetoed it. Would you? I would have, if I didn't veto at four, have... I would have vetoed at two. Okay, sorry. That's what I was asking. Okay, so it doesn't matter. But what would you have played at two then? The lobster. Right. What I did. So, so. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It, it wouldn't. It didn't matter that you both vetoed at that time. You would have vetoed later, and that was my last pick. So it didn't matter. Right, okay, yeah, you would have played Midsommar too. I would have vetoed it, and you would have played the lobster. Yeah. Gotcha, okay. Yeah. Which makes sense. I, I need the lobster to be on there. I just was relying on Matt to put it. And I, I would have think... gone with Killing of a Sacred Deer, so you're probably, it's probably good. Oh, that wow, that would have pissed me off a lot. I probably See, would have vetoed. Honestly, I, I probably would have vetoed. I would have rather had Killing of a Sacred Deer, but I'm okay with 
any Yorgos on the list. Fair enough. I, I definitely, if you chose that over the lobster to put it number one, I would have vetoed, hands down. There's no way. Well, and then I probably would have played the other one, I guess, to be fair. Yeah. If you yeah. did do that. But. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, Killing, if she no. if she vetoed Killing she would have said I would have put in the lobster. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. yeah. If I okay. had different picks, though, not a, yeah. I don't know. But if, like everything was, if everything was a different. Early on this one. <laughs> yeah. I but think it kind I of think worked out. I, it was fine. Well, I, I guess, yeah, regarding the theme of the list, it's really hard to nail down a consensus just because of all the different types and tones of movies that they do. Well, I think it's also safe to say that this this is it's probably our most collaborative list and also like the most inactive. I don't know, like every every I feel like we're all cool with this list, right? Like maybe not chill. necessarily right. the number but one. It's, pick, it's but it's it's wildly different good. than your personal list, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think we're yeah, we're it, we're all cool you, with it. But if you switched out Green Room for Midsummer and put Green Room lower down, it's pretty similar to my list. Mm-hmm. But you got to see a couple movies. So what I'm trying to exactly, I haven't seen three. But so what I'm trying to say is, I think I won this time. I did not win for sure, but I wasn't trying to win. I was. I don't think any of us were trying to win, and when we all collaborate, that means I win. <laughs> Matt and I lose, therefore you win. <laughs> no, no, well, no, no. I think we all won. When I was talking about I think the real journey is the friends we made along the way. When I was talking about weaponizing <laughs> picks, um I thought Travis that you might try to put spring Trash breakers out there. I did that yeah. just to fuck with you, Matt. Well, I but even I had the How thought even before you, you sent the gift. Lose in the last three nights. Well, no sleep, but I when I alluded <laughs> you, to Matt, like you one were pick. stressed, Travis. Before you before you came on the recording, he goes, "I'm before Travis gets here, I'm really worried that he's gonna that he's gonna fuck me." That was not the tone. I guarantee that's what. That's happened. what it sounded like to my ears. He was like, "You guys, you got Harris, help! I'm so scared." I don't know what's going to happen. Before Travis gets on, I just need to tell you I'm so frightened. <laughs> no, I, what I thought you might try and do is use Spring Breakers to try to get me to to say my veto mm-hmm. and then try to get good time as like, high as possible. Towards, as high as possible. Yeah, yeah. That was I my that. nightmare. I know exactly. <laughs> that I know it was at least on the table. <laughs> that was the devil on I'm my shoulder. I'm glad you did it. But that's like what I thought your play most, might have been. I feel like this is one of our most mature drafts, if I'm being honest. Honestly, it's because they have so many movies that all of us love. They're all good. All Every movie on this list is good, period. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, yeah. besides Under the Skin, but you know, outside oh, of that. I mean, I, I. So here's the thing. <laughs> I I really, really, really don't like Under the Skin, but it's a well-made movie. It's and an interesting full movie. It, it's got full frontal, and it looks interesting. That's what I mean. Like all of these movies have like pretty good redeeming qualities. Those are my two pre- 
prerequisite. It has full, <laughs> full frontal, frontal <laughs> and it looks good. While doing it. <laughs> okay, I, I'm sorry we got off track. Uh, maybe should Travis? Travis. Yes. Yeah, ten to one. List, Travis, let's hear it. Ten to one. All right. Number 10, Under the Skin. Number 9, The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Number 8, The Lighthouse. Number 7, Swiss Army Man. Number 6, Good Time. Number 5, Ex Machina. Number 4, Green Room. Number 3, First Reformed. Number 2, The Lobster. And number 1, Enemy. So I haven't seen all these, but the theme I see is this shit is weird. Uh, it's also it's half very, of them, yeah, are very weird. Okay, because I was like, that's kind of the A twenty four vibe, right? Yeah, a little bit, yeah, yeah. It's also, um, you know, not to be that guy, but it's also a very white list. Um, no, it's a good, that's a good thing to know. Very white people movies. There's no, you know, there's no moonlight, there's no moonlight. in here. <laughs> there's no. <laughs> I almost went Moonlight number three, but it felt like such a just like safe pick that yeah, because it's like I wouldn't have vetoed it. I love Moonlight, but so do I. It would have yeah, that would have been. But weird. it feels more me, like me a too. For the list for the list. It would have felt weird. Yeah, it, I really it love feels, Moonlight. It but... feels like less of a personal choice and more of a like you know yeah like gimme. Yeah, it's sort of like, and that's why I actually moved it lower on my list because originally it was more like number four, number five on my personal list, and I was like, is it actually one of my favorites ranked this high, or is it just because I think it's an important movie and it's a good movie? Like, and so I I ended up moving it down because I was like, I don't know that it's my my personal favorite. I think it's a really good movie though. I kind of take back what I said a little bit about like calling out our list for being very white. I'm gonna call out A24 for being very white. Yeah, because I'm yeah. I'm looking yeah. at the available options and uh, <laughs> a lot of white people. It's very 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 white list. I think waves waves would be the other you movie that, that actually movie. has like. People of color and well, I know I'm saying people of color in prominent roles. Mm-hmm. Waves is like basically the and what fucking Kevin Garnett and Uncut Gems like. That's what about basically it. and what the last like, black man in San Francisco, right? Which hey, made the hold list. on, Matt, hold on. What about bodies, bodies, bodies? Zola. That was that's a 2020s release, dog. I'm talking about in contention for okay. this. In this list, pre, like Morris of America, who even saw that fucking movie? Pre twenty twenty, a twenty four so white. Yeah, pretty white, for sure. At, at first, I was like, eh, look Travis, at do you want to talk for five minutes and get canceled, or no? Should we move on? I'm ca- <laughs> I'm collar blind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think. Uh... I think that's going to do it for the uh, the draft, unless there's any other thoughts before we wrap it up. I told you I wanted to do uh, honorable mentions. I, I've, I've, well, I mean, I have one. I blew my load pretty hard. Let, the, let me, let me go for it. Okay. It wasn't on the list, but I, and I was a little disappointed that it didn't end up here. Uh, Lady Bird by podcast favorite Greta Greywig, a.k.a. Greta. 
get a gray wig. Excuse me. Get a podcast right. favorite. Get a gray wig, aka Greta Gerwig. Um, I think Lady Bird is wonderful. I think it's a really great coming of age story. I think it brought Greta Gerwig. I can't say it right. Uh, to, <laughs> to to the you know to the a wide audience. Uh, same with like Sarah Ronan and uh, Timote was already you know from Call Me by Your Name, but I think it cemented him a little bit more in the doesn't just need to do heady you know dramas. You know he played kind of a twerp in this, and that was also really good. And you know them two and Greta move their relationship along. All in all, it's a great movie, and uh, I don't necessarily think it's better than anything on this list. Maybe than Under the Skin, which I didn't love, but um, ultimately, I think it's worth mentioning. I think Lady Bird actually came out before Call Me by Your Name. They came out the same year, but Lady Bird came out in twenty seventeen. Sort of Call Me by Your Name. Oh, okay. So, but I think it, so, it yeah, was I, very close together. But I so, I didn't know who he was when I saw Lady Bird. It wasn't right. until Call Me by Your Name that I was like, oh fuck, he was in that yeah, movie like, too. We've seen this guy once. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I saw when I saw Lady Bird, it was uh, Timote and uh, Lucas Hedges were both very new, and mm-hmm. uh, I think both of them like, you know, it, it was a it was a great introduction to them. I should say. Yeah. Speaking of Lucas Hedges, what the fuck happened to that guy? He was in every fucking movie, and I feel like I haven't seen him in a movie in. Like, I had years. the same thought when I rewatched Lady Bird last night. Like, you were like, "Oh fuck, what oh, happened yeah. to that guy?" He was in everything for like two or three years, and then oh, yeah. I don't know what he's up to now. I mean, maybe he just has been in stuff I haven't seen. But so his last big, his last big movie was in. He was in two in 2019 with Honey Boy and Waves. Then he was really like nothing. He was in a movie called French Exit in 2020. Let Them Talk also in 2020. It could be like pandemic. He just hasn't really been working. Maybe he like went back to school or something. Yeah. Maybe. He well, was in oh, an Let episode Them All Talk of was some... a Soderbergh movie. I, remember that. I mean, yeah, but have you... Did you watch it? Have you heard anything about it? I like, watched no? it. Yeah, it was okay. okay. It was the that's the boat movie. I think it's like a, a cruise ship. Okay. It was all right. But yeah, miss that guy. Yeah, oh, it definitely seems like something happened. Whether either he got busy or the uh, productions did without or him. lost interest. <laughs> maybe he decided he didn't want to be an actor anymore or something i don't know i don't know he has one upcoming project but seems odd for him to not have any credits between now and 2020 for his trajectory at least he has one from one episode of one random tv show in 2021 so his return okay i'm looking at the wikipedia page apparently he took a break from acting to focus on writing and his return was in this year he was on broadway in a production of brokeback mountain and he played heath ledger's character you said so many words just now and none of them made sense he what none of them (laughs) (laughs) i forgot how not trying to get canceled for saying that but (laughs) he he played a gay character in Lady Bird. 
uh, a boy erased. That's like the whole plot of it. Mm-hmm. And then he goes and does a stage play of Brokeback. <laughs> hey, you know, he's uh, there's certain stories he wants to tell. Sure. And uh, yeah, that's what he's doing. But yeah, on the stage, is, he... is he is he whitewashing queer stories? Let's talk about it. Travis, you go. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Let's get into it. <laughs> do not call on me. <laughs> I do not have my hand I'm, raised. Do I'm not in the call back on of me. The class. I'm I not am making eye contact. I am looking at my shoes. I am twiddling my thumbs. Do not fucking talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny oh man okay um well that's gonna do it for the draft um it's getting pretty late um do we want to do what we've been watching i don't really have anything to contribute so if we want absolutely to, not matt so no we're gonna no, we're gonna no, figure no, out of here no. okay. i've been expended <laughs> glad we're on the same page we blew our loads we were successful creating a list and uh yeah not not as uh, divisive as I was expecting, but it worked out worked out well in the end. Ended not with a bang, but with a whimper. Well, Enemy's a great film. Hey, if we but... did this a hundred times, it'd be different every time. This exercise so was true. meaningless. <laughs> Just like life. <laughs> Full circle, baby. Let's go. Yeah. For some reason, the quote from uh, Interstellar comes to mind. Where he's like, "Do not go gentle into that good night." That's how. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> it's got to be the sign off for the pod. <laughs> Do not go gentle into that good night. <laughs> Oh, speaking I'm of perfecting my Michael Caine impression. That's a, I'm Michael Caine. Do not go gentle into that good night. Well, right, speaking Travis, of speaking, you well, yeah, right, let, let Travis do no, his Michael Caine. I can't. You got You got I can't. There's way too much pressure now. You got I you guys did way too good of a job. I we can't. did so bad. Are you joking? That's the. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll be even worse than you guys. Oh man. <laughs> Which is why I. That's the best way to end it. Will excuse myself. Okay. All right. All right. Well, that's as good as any place to end this uh podcast so uh that's gonna do it for this episode thank you everybody for listening we appreciate all of you um episode 123 don't know uh don't know yet what that will be but we got some stuff coming down the pipe we've got some pretty heavy hitters i mean we got michael mann's ferrari coming out later this year we got a new uh fincher we got a new fincher the killer is gonna be coming out Fuck that yeah, we were getting no. talk about cream dream that teaser was <laughs> Jesus. So that's coming soon. Also, have you guys seen the trailer for Foe yet? And or do you even know what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> so uh Travis, uh I'm thinking of ending things. That writer, Ian Reed. Oh. His second book was called Foe. And that is being adapted into a movie that comes out next month starring uh, Saoirse Ronan and um, fuck. 
After After Sun guy. Um, Paul Mescal. Paul Mescal. Wait, what? Yep. What? Sarah Sharonin and Paul Mescal. <gasps> I think and I saw. Like, I think I saw a trailer for this. Yeah, it's like kind <gasps> of a science fictiony yes. concept. So right up my alley. It looks so good. Yeah. Uh, That's gonna be huge. It's from the director who did um, Lion. That movie from and kind of old Mary, movie, Mary Magdalene, yeah, starring uh, Rooney Mara and Joaquin Phoenix. He also did a few episodes of Top of the Lake. This director is huge. It's gonna be a big one. So there's, you know, we got stuff coming down the pipe, but um, we'll have to figure out what the next one is. And then plus, we also have the summer of slashers going on. You know, summer's almost over, but you know we're working on it. We'll go, <laughs> we'll we'll get in as many as we can. How dare you? Summer I'm is put, in our hearts and in our minds. I'm That's putting true. the feelers out now. We should do some sort of horror Halloween draft and prep for spooky season. That would be. I do love doing drafts. It, it could and... be a collab between the Digest and the Digest. Right. For the first Love. time ever, it'll be Cinephiles <laughs> Digest, episode one. One, I love that. Two, That's where the multiverse comes together. I, I love that it's just the three of us anyway. Um, <laughs> three, what if we recorded that early and then aired it as a special Halloween episode? Well, it wouldn't have to be that early. I mean, Halloween is on like a fucking Tuesday or something this year. I just mean we could record it at any time between now and Halloween. Right. And then air it on Halloween. We just got to come up with a good enough concept to really get get us going. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get those juices flowing. Definitely uh, not first, slashers. That's the my worst. My first thought is ever. sequels. <laughs> horror sequels better than the original. But draft. Yeah. <laughs> could be fun. Uh, I mean, what, how many are those are there? Like four? I don't know. Maybe that's too p- specific. Maybe it's just horror sequels. I don't know. I'm just thinking. I'm, I've got great ideas already. I'm thinking Let's outside the box. Storm. Let's Get out the box, Matt. We Get will. out of the box. Oh, believe me. We won't be in the box by the time that we decide on what we're doing. But we should keep the brainstorming uh, for another time. So for now... We're going to sign off. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Stay tuned to the feed. See what's coming next. And uh, that's going to do it. Bye-bye. Thought about it. Thought about it. Well, I heard that. I heard that. (laughs) I heard you. I heard you thinking about it. I know. That's why I was waiting. (laughs) Travis, you always go before me. (laughs) I'm gonna have to cut out the. I was gonna do a a, a Michael (laughs) Caine. Oh, and then you hesitated. Oh no! Can you do it? Can you do it just for us? No, no. Just for us. Don't worry. I won't put it at the end of the episode. The only thing I would, I would. 
I would try and say the words my cocaine. My cocaine. <laughs> my cocaine. <gasps> <gasps> Wait, saying it like my cocaine makes you sound like Michael Caine. My cocaine. <gasps> Matt. Just crack the code. <laughs> Do it. My cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. That was worse than the first time. It's <laughs> not like you have a speech impediment. That was worse than the I mean, he kind of does, doesn't he? He is British. It's after just all. British. It's not a speech I was trying to be nice. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> oh, I was like, Just start dying. That was worse than the last one. I was like, what are you talking about? That was so bad. Hey, I was just following you. So bad it's good. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was a real, a real knee slapper. <laughs> <laughs>